Hello again, and welcome to Radio Free Oz. I'm Peter Bergman, and it's Friday, October 21st, 2011. There's a lot happening out there. Oh, a lot. Trolling the woe this Friday. Well, there is good news. The majority in America, according to the latest National Journal poll, 59% to be exact, supports the Occupy Wall Street, either completely agrees or mostly agrees with the protesters, while 31% mostly disagree or completely disagree, and 10% refuse to answer because they didn't know what the hell was going on. That's 60%. You know, the right and the left are confused by Occupy Wall Street because they don't have a face that can be attacked. There's not a spokesperson. There's not a particular issue. It's truly amorphous. It's truly popular. Where it's going to go, I'm not sure. I love them because of their sense of humor. You know, <laughs> the beginning is near. I couldn't afford a politician, so I made this poster. Uh, the guy holding up the anti-Semitic sign, which I think for sure was a plant, uh, a right-wing plant. The guy next to him has got a sign pointing at him saying, this man is an idiot. No blood, except a little pepper spray and beat up by the police, but they're confused. Uh, a lot of them really do like what's going on, I imagine. Bloomberg doesn't know what to do. Here's the deal, though. They don't have to have an issue right now. What they have to do is get through the New York winter, their Stalingrad winter. And if they make it into the spring, the American spring, you just watch out. They're going to have lots to talk about. For example, the Democrats and the Republicans couldn't pass the mini-jobs bill in the Senate yesterday. It went down to a 50-50 vote. Two Democrats, Pryor and Nelson, them blue dogs, voted no along with turncoat snake Lieberman. Okay, even if they'd gotten 59 votes, it wouldn't have gone through because of this special rule that you need 60 people in the Senate to stop a filibuster. So we're operating under the 60-40 rule, not the 51-49. And that's got to be changed. So no progress on the jobs bill. And hey, here's another. Walmart cuts its benefits, reversing a well-publicized effort to improve employee benefits. Walmart is cutting coverage for its part-time employees. New employees who work fewer than 24 hours a week will no longer be eligible for health insurance. And new employees who work between 24 and 33 hours a week will no longer be able to put their spouses on their health care plan. This is a disaster. Healthcare is absolutely central to people's lives. The working middle class are being murdered. The new policy also docks smokers $10 to $90 each pay period if they want health insurance. Well, I can kind of dig that, except it is an addiction, a strong addiction. Some people say it's harder to get off ciggies than it is off heroin. So let's just pile it on the addicts. Walmart extended benefits to part-time workers a few years ago after complaints that many of its employees could not afford coverage and were eligible for Medicaid. The company, the largest private employer in the United States, cited rising health care costs as the reason for the change. No, it's because it cuts into their profits. Their stockholders get fewer dividends or lower dividends, and they're going to make people suffer. At the end of the 19th century in Victorian England, someone stood up and said to the striking coal miners, how is it the 70 wealthy men can starve 7,000 people? 
the same thing is happening today. The right wing, the oligarchs, the plutocrats, they've got it down. They have their strategy down for 2012. If you can't get people to vote for you because you're so repellent, then make it harder for them to vote for the other side. South Carolina's new voter photo identification law appears to be hitting black precincts in the state the hardest, according to an analysis by the Associated Press. For instance, nearly half the voters who cast ballots at historically black college in Columbia lack state-issued photo identification and could face problems voting in next year's presidential election, according to the analysis at the precinct level by the State Election Commission. The U.S. Justice Department has been reviewing the law for months under the Federal Voting Rights Act. You go after those sons of guns. And meanwhile, the Democrats, pushed back on their heels by this wave of GOP-enacted voting restrictions, are looking for an old-fashioned saving grace to lift their electrical hopes. The mailman. In states across the country that allow what's commonly called no-excuse absentee voting, submitting votes by mail, for any reason, Democrats are expanding efforts to sign up voters who will receive and return their ballots by mail. It's something, but it, it ain't much. It ain't much at all, you know. If we don't watch out, hey, we may end up with an empty suit for president. Hi, this is Willard Romney, but you can call me Mitt because it tests better. And welcome to Romney's Empty Suit Store. Nothing covers an emperor who has no clothes like a Romney empty suit. Cut out of whole cloth, there is plenty of room in the rear for backpedaling, and every Romney empty suit is stench-guarded and teflonized, so that no matter how many times you flip-flop or stretch the truth, you come up wrinkle-free, smelling like a rose. Need a cravat? I have a fine selection of neckwear that will tie you to Wall Street, K Street, or Easy Street. Take your choice. And of course, shoes make the man. So step into a pair of Romney Triangulators. Their self-adjusting hydraulic heels keep your head above water when you're in out of your depth. So visit me at Romney's Empty Suit Store, running continuously since 2006. And if you know the secret handshake, you're welcome to shop our exclusive selection of Mormon underwear in the back. They don't pay their fair share. They don't pay their fair share. Conservatives are continuing their counter-protest against the so-called 47%. Specifically, that's the share of recession-era households that pay no federal income taxes. Most of them pay payroll taxes and other federal taxes, not to mention state taxes, but Republicans have chosen to depict them as the free-riding half of the country. The fact of the matter, though, is that those other taxes constitute a huge chunk of federal revenues. Check this out. Over the 58 years preceding the Lesser Depression, the share of federal revenues that came from individual income taxes has remained fairly stable, fluctuating between 40 and 50 percent and peaking just before George Bush slashed rates in 2001. The rest has come from corporate income taxes, payroll taxes, and various other taxes. To a surprising extent, the story of the last six decades is one of a shrinking burden on big business and a growing burden on workers, the bulk of the 47%. Since 1950, regressive payroll taxes have grown to comprise over one-third of federal revenues. The 47% are paying one complete third. They used to comprise about one-tenth. Oh, that's nice. Just triple the burden on hardworking people and take it off the backs of the big corporations. For corporate income taxes, yep, 
It's just the opposite. What used to provide the Treasury over a quarter of its revenue now provides only 10%. Hey, 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 but why worry about the fat cats, the corporations that are holding a trillion and a half dollars in their coffers? Yeah, Federal rates, rates on borrowing from the Fed, have become so low that large corporations, including Microsoft, and there are others, borrow at these very low rates and turn out their own inflation-proof bonds and sell them back to the country. They're not using that money to hire people. No, they're using that money to become their own banks. Hello, this is Hellman Clobbered for the Lurch of Liantology with this important question. Who are you? And why are you so much like the person you hoped you weren't tomorrow? Don't look inside yourself for the answers. It's above your pay grade. Just screw your courage and come forth. And remember, nobody ever won a medal for coming forth. You need to be clear. You'll feel like a million, cause that's how much it's going to cost. This is Hellman Clobbered for the Lurch of Liantology, reminding you, you've got nothing to lose, and you might meet Tom Cruise. Well, why worry about the big things? Let's get down to the small, juicy issues. Like the New Jersey State Senate candidate Phil Mitch, who's recommending a more pronounced Madonna whore complex. This is true. I didn't make it up. He said, women... You increase your odds of keeping your men by being faithful. A lady in the living room and a whore in the bedroom, he recently tweeted. Ah, the tragedy is, how many men, particularly men on the right, agree? Hey, what am I saying? Left or right, this is still a man's, man's, man's world. When are we going to finally figure it out? When are we going to stand up and tell all those muy machos that everything you know is wrong?